Welcome to Love Can Do, a podcast about love and the power love has in seven key relationships in our lives, ourselves, our families, our friends, our communities, our jobs, our church, and with God. Join us each week as we discuss the power that love has and what the Bible has to say about love. And now here is the host of our show, Mike Jankowski. Hello and welcome back to Love Can Do. I'm Mike Jankowski, your host, and I'm a Christian life and relationship coach. And Happy New Year to everybody. I hope you all had a wonderful Christmas and New Year's holiday season. So now it's time to get back to, well, us. So today I'd like to share about our vision. The new year always brings with it its plans for bettering ourselves, whether we want to start exercising or eating healthy, maybe working at saving money. We make resolutions to have a better year ahead of us than the one that we left behind. And we we all know the jokes about resolutions. You know, we rarely follow through with them for one reason or another. But what about the bigger dreams of ours? Those top-of-the-line things we want to achieve in the next year or even in the next few years. There's a fairly new fad out there that many people like to do when they're planning their new year. It's called a vision board. Some people might even call it a dream board. But essentially, a vision board is a visual representation of what we want in our future. Maybe a new house or a new car, a new job or any number of things. We all have something we want to achieve in the coming year, and documenting this on a board is actually not such a bad idea. You see, we are very visual people. We like to see things that we, well, that we like, such as a picture of a house that we might want to get, or a picture of a new car, or maybe a picture of a new town that we want to live in. So this is where the vision board can actually come into play. Now, if you do a search online about vision boards, you will get a small ton of information. Like most of the things on the internet, there's some good information out there and then there's some not so good information. In fact, if you deepen your search about vision boards for Christians, again, you will see many discussions, some arguments about whether or not vision boards are even biblical or not. Part of this has to do with the fact that some people feel that a vision board is using the occult or evilness. See, there's a concept out in the world that the vision board is designed around what's called a law of attraction. This quote-unquote law basically says that positive thoughts bring positive results into a person's lives, while negative thoughts bring negative outcomes. See, it's based on the theory that our thoughts can actually form energy and that positive energy attracts either success or unsuccess in all areas of our lives, including our health, our finances, and our relationships. Essentially, this law is saying that the universe is supplying our needs and desires and we have control over what we get or what we deserve. Now, we as Christians know that the quote-unquote universe is not in charge of our destiny and that we can't simply click our fingers and wish something into existence. We know that God has control of our lives and our futures. We know that if we want something, we can pray about it and God will answer us. So if a vision board is centered around a law of attractions that we as Christians are supposed to follow, does this mean we shouldn't write down our visions or our dreams? No, but I don't necessarily think so. 
You see, I believe there are many, many things that are biblical that the world has taken and rewritten to take God out and put the world into it. Now, there are many examples that I could give, and I'll do future episodes on some of those. But today I'm going to discuss just our dreams, our visions, and our goals. So what is your dream? What is that one or maybe two really big important things you're hoping for in 2022? What is it that you pray to God for? Is it health? Is it a release from addiction? Is it maybe to find love in the new year or a job or even starting your own business? See, we have to have dreams and goals. They are what drive us and motivate us each day. I mean, think about it. Even in the smallest form, we have daily goals. We want to eat dinner tonight, right? So we know we have to go to work and make a buck or two to be able to go to the store to get the food. We have to work to pay the electric bill so our stoves will cook that food. And at the end of the day, we've reached a goal. But you have goals and dreams that are way bigger than making chicken for dinner tonight, don't you? I mean, think about that for a second. Take a second right now and ask yourself, what is it that you really want? I'll wait. Okay, do you have an idea? Great. So let's hold on to that dream. Now, don't forget it. In fact, I want you to remember that first thing tomorrow morning when you wake up. Now, I'll bet that if I followed up with each of you tomorrow afternoon and asked, did you remember that dream or goal first thing this morning? Most of you would probably say you completely forgot. And you went through your day possibly missing something you could have done to take a step towards that goal. See, so here's where I think a vision board will come in quite handy. If we write down our dream, we can remember something that we want. We can simply see it each morning or afternoon or evening and remind ourselves we want to achieve something big in our lives. So when searching for what the Bible says about doing vision boards, many people are directed to an Old Testament verse in the book of Habakkuk that says in chapter 2, the Lord replies, write down the revelation and make it plain on tablets so that the crowds may run with it. For the revelation awaits an appointed time and speaks of the end. It will not prove false. Okay, so I'm going to be honest here. I was actually going to base today's episode around this verse. I mean, it sounds pretty vision boardy to me, does it not? But as I looked more into that verse, I came to realize that I don't necessarily believe that's what the author was talking about. See, if you read the rest of that chapter, you'll understand what I'm talking about. This verse is one of those things that I think is taken out of context. See, the vision and word that Habakkuk was receiving from God isn't necessarily about dreams or goals for him, but it's instead about a prophecy of what is to come in regards to some other things. So now you're probably thinking, well, that's just great. And I thought vision boards were biblical. Well, if we base it on just that verse, then yeah, we might be missing the mark. But is there anything else that we can do where the Bible comes into play? I mean, you still want your dreams. Maybe God himself has placed on your heart to do something or to strive towards something like missionary work or finding that godly relationship. See, there's nothing wrong with documenting your dreams. In fact, I believe we need to. We need to remember what we want, whether we use our sense of vision or smell, or hearing or feeling, we need those reminders. We simply want what we want. 
But maybe instead of us calling it a vision board, maybe we call it our prayer board, our requests to God for something we desire. As long as what you want is falling into God's plans or design, such as that God relationship or healthy lifestyle or better job, and we pray about it the way the Bible says, God will listen to our prayers and answer. So how will you know if your desires are in God's plan? Now, that is a tough question because we don't completely understand what God wants. I mean, remember, we were told in Isaiah chapter 55, verses 8 through 9, God himself said, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. God finishes by saying, As the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts higher than your thoughts. Well, we know God truly wants what's best for us. So if we're asking him for something he knows we couldn't handle, like becoming an astronaut overnight, that's probably going to be a big no from him. I mean, that's probably not necessarily in God's plans. But to discover an idea of God's desire for us and to determine if our dreams are godly and biblical, we can simply ask ourselves two questions. Is what I want selfish or selfless? And is there biblical scripture that might be able to help? And finally, you can do a third step, and that's to seek counsel from a pastor about your dreams. You know, for example, if you're hoping 2022 would be the year that you find you're someone special, ask yourself, is it selfish or selfless? Well, relationships are very give and take, so it seems pretty selfless, isn't it? Is it biblical? Well, yes, of course, marriage is very biblical. And finally, seeking the assistance from your pastor or a Christian friend or maybe even a Christian life and a relationship coach, wink, wink. He might be able to help you out. It all comes down to us hitting our knees and praying and speaking to God. See, the book of Mark, chapter 11, verse 24, Jesus tells us, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask for in prayer, believe that you have received it and it will be yours. And Paul tells us in 1 Thessalonians 5.17 that we must pray without ceasing. So now the other side of this is that you do have to help God help you. You do have to do some of the work. Are you, for example, being faithful to what God started you out with? For example, maybe you are dreaming of a new job. Are you doing the work you need to do to get to that position? Doing studying and research on things that the new job would be tasked with. If you're hoping to find love in the new year, are you doing what you need to do in order to be ready to find it? For example, reading the Bible to know God's plan and design for marriage. See, Jesus said in Luke 16, verses 10 through 12, Whoever can be trusted with very little can also be trusted with very much. And whoever is dishonest with very little will also be dishonest with much. So if you have not been trustworthy in handling worldly wealth, who will you trust with true riches? And if you have not been trustworthy with someone else's property, who will give you property of your own? So be faithful with what God has given you if you want him to give you more. So friends, don't be afraid to put your prayers, your dreams, or your goals on paper. Place them somewhere where you can pray over them daily. Jesus tells us how we should pray in Matthew chapter 6, verses 5 through 15. 
Jesus says, And when you pray, do not be like the hypocrites, for they love to pray standing out in the synagogues and on the street corners to be seen by others. Truly I tell you, Jesus says, they have received their reward in full. But when you pray, go into your room, close the door, and pray to your Father who is unseen. Then your Father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. And when you pray, do not keep on babbling like the pagans, for they think they will be heard because of their many words. Do not be like them, for your Father knows what you need before you even ask. So it's important to pray without ceasing, being faithful with what you have now, and be faithful to what you are about to receive. Have faith that God will answer. One of my favorite, well, two verses, actually, Matthew 17, 20. Jesus said, Because you have so little faith, truly I will tell you, if you have faith as small as a mustard seed, you can say to that mountain, Move from here to there, and it will move. Nothing will be impossible for you, just by having faith. And then in Luke 17, 5 through 6, Jesus says something very, very similar when he said, If you had faith like a mustard seed, you would say to this mulberry tree, Be uprooted and be planted into the sea, and it would obey you. And then lastly, in Mark eleven twenty four, Jesus says, Therefore I tell you, whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you have received it, and it will be yours. So prayer and faith are the keys to getting our visions and our dreams for the 2022 year. Let's pray. Father, thank you so much for wanting the best for us. Thank you for giving us desires and dreams. God, I pray that we would all remember to bring, be in prayer with you and have faith that you will answer us and understand if your answer is not what we expected. Help us, God, to have faith in your process and your timing and help us to be faithful to whatever you have already given us. I pray, God, that each of us will see our dreams in 2022 and that we would see your mighty hand in those dreams. I pray that we would all be thankful, grateful, and full of praise for you always. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Friends, I would like to encourage you to go out and dream. Start planning what you want to achieve in 2022. Be sure to click that subscribe button and come back next week for another episode of the podcast where we will continue to discover what love can do. God bless.